Boom. Wow, that's pretty cool. Dude, Craig is a <laughs> badass. Yeah. All right. This is episode numero uno of Breakpoint, a tennis podcast. Nice. Very cool. I'm your host, Dane Stangerson, with my co-host. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to introduce me. <laughs> it's just Sean. <laughs> nice. Nice. Just Sean. You yeah. can also call him Captain Caps Lock. Yeah, that's, st- that's a street name, so uh, use it carefully. Uh, yeah, for the streets. Okay, <laughs> so today is an important day. It's the first draw ceremony for the first tournament since COVID. And it's a big tournament. It's the Cincinnati Masters, which is being played in New York City this year in the tennis bubble that they have set up there right right any thoughts on that uh i mean work out you know from what i've read it's actually it looks like it'll be it looks like it should work um it's i mean it's hard to tell really at all the only successful use of the bubble so far has been in the nba so it's it's difficult to before anything starts to really figure it out i mean i don't know how rigorous the testing is going to be and how how strict they're going to be on like people coming in and out so i hope it works but they um, already got a, a positive case you know that right did they who was it it wasn't a player though it was like a, a coach uh, see i mean that's I the issue they removed like, them and mm-hmm. i don't think i've heard in news that there's uh like more positive results yeah. so far well, that's the problem, you know. He's just six one, so I don't know. I hope I hope it works, but you know, we'll see. The U.S. is probably one of the worst places to do it, so unfortunately. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> that's so ironic that the first tournament back is like in the U.S. Oh, at least for the men, the women. Are <laughs> well, we're the most reckless, so it's not. It's it's the worst, but not surprising. I feel like. Yeah. True. Got to make that money. All right. Uh, how was how was. Uh, tennis and covid for you did it make uh, a difference i know you weren't watching it's a lot of before yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of highlights i mean that's i mean luckily atp was uploading a bunch of videos online and oh yeah you know it's nice to just see classic matches and uh just 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 old matches i guess you, have, you usually don't have time to watch you know while current test is being played because you never really uh choose to go back to them but uh Anything you know, in particular that you watch a lot? Man, I don't. I don't know why, to? but I'm sure everyone does. Is I'm watching a ton of Federer. I oh, don't yeah. watch that much Federer usually. Weirdly Ooh, enough, yeah. But man, Rog. just watch court level. You know, POV kind of style. Like POV man, Rog. <laughs> yeah, that is some good stuff. That's some yeah, good stuff. I agree. We're we are biased here well I, at least i am in thinking that Raj is the goat no matter what yeah i don't know about you sean you know i don't i really actually really don't have a bias in the the you know the the very semantic does it matter property. to you who 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 would go down as goat not all? really what not really i feel like to be honest that's crazy i just love to see some good tennis that's all that matters to me yeah true I'm really hoping um, that this hardcore swing here in the U.S., like the young guys, really start to make like a, you know, like they're dense in the game. 
I know. I mean, especially with a, the you know two of the big three out, that'd be like you know it's their golden chance. That's true, but I mean, as still, I mean, it looks like Djokovic is still playing basically as if nothing has happened. So, and he is. I, I mean, I think at this point in time, the toughest for any of the young guys to beat. He is just. He just you know, he, he almost just absorbs like the fast paced play that a lot of these young guys like to play at. You know. Yeah, so. and let's keep in mind he's also undefeated this year still. Why? Into guess, August, yeah. this man is undefeated. <laughs> well, he's only played yeah, the he's like 20 and uh, or something. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, most of his matches came from uh, the, well, the ATP Cup, right? And then oh, yeah. the Australian yeah. Open. I and mean, what else Dubai. In, oh, he played, and he played the final against Tsitsipas, mm. I think. Mm. Uh, it was a pretty straightforward final. Um, all right, well, we we got talking about Djokovic. Um, we might as well uh, get into this draw here. Yeah, I guess. So, uh, I don't know. Far, if oh, go ahead. How far do you have Djokovic going just to start things off? Where do you want to go that way or do you want to just go match by match? Okay, you know what? Actually, let's do. Let's go down our. Um, let's go down our second round matches. So the first round that we we wrote in the bracket. So so to preface this, uh, we wanted to start this podcast mainly to discuss like do predictions and results for tennis tournaments. So uh, the draw came out for Cincinnati today, and we filled it out, and we're gonna share. Um, what we think are some interesting matches in the early rounds, and then we're going to go through our brackets from quarterfinals onward. Right. And so, then uh, I don't know if you want to talk about notable um, people who didn't, who didn't uh, decide to come. I think that's probably oh, yeah. a, a big point oh, yeah. you for wanna, uh, at least moving forward. So, you want to lead that? So obviously the two big ones are Federer, um, I think still recovering from his surgery in the off season. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Nadal has decided to not come to the U.S. at all. I think just for yeah, for for COVID purposes. Yeah. So I think that definitely shifts. I mean, it shifts the. I mean, having those two out just shifts the like the bracket as far as like competition immensely. Uh, so you do you think that things. favors Novak, mm-hmm. or do you think that favors the field? I think or that favors Novak more than anything. I mean, I. Yeah, I think so too. Because at the end of the day, you know, you have to assume that those two would be the biggest competition to know back from taking the whole thing. And without them, not even, not even like a possibility for them to be upset at one point in the tournament, you know? Yeah. Uh, it makes Novak's life a lot easier, I think. But yeah. I, I think there's a couple more. I know um, another one that I, I, was, I was reading through it. I mean, not huge, but I mean, I don't know how big it is now that like Warinka uh and he's like, not going right i'm sorry he's not going right yeah yeah he's not in this list or this I gotta uh, find the did you do you have a list open i need to get a list of uh i'm looking at the top I'm, just gonna go, I'm looking at this the top rankings right now i'm just going down of who i did not see in this bracket so oh yeah that's we have is not in here warinka is not here um Minovich is here curious isn't either oh i was curious. really thinking like this could you know, not having a crowd and 
and uh, like not having two out of the three top guys out, I thought this would be really helpful for Nick Kyrgios to kind of make a name for himself, I guess, like in terms of his results. And then, you know, of course he's going to back out because he actually like cares about <laughs> this COVID thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, I feel like sometimes the crowd really feels him, you know? Like, it does, um, but I think uh, other times it, it really can take him out of it too. Like if something about the crowd is pissing him off, he'll he'll just you know like focus in on it over and over and over. Right. I mean, he yeah. can go both ways to be to be H. Yeah, but I, it's not surprising not to see him here. I think another big one is K caught COVID, so that's why he's not here. Um, but did you think he was a real threat? I guess he could pull off an upset here. And yeah. There. I, I mean, he's never—he's actually never won a 1,000 Masters, huh? In his career, no, I don't think. No, I think he's gotten to the yeah. final of maybe one or two. Yeah, maybe like my. Yeah, I—I'm not sure, but yeah, I. But he's always been there to shake his up. I mean, because he's gotten some big wins against, um, some of the top players. I mean, he's—he's a—he's—he's he's, he's stuck around for so long. You know, it's hard to count him out sometimes. Do you think his injuries are gonna? Uh... Like, I think, personally, I think that Kei Nishikori has, like, one more decent year, maybe two decent years in him. And then and then I think injuries are just going to, like, force him to retire. Yeah, that's possible. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's suffered through a lot. He's made of glass, man. He's the glass, man. Yeah, and the COVID thing sure doesn't help. It's I mean, I, I mean uh, out of these players, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but it's we, we don't really know how what the recovery is like for something like that. I mean, we, you obviously hear a little bit sometimes uh, that uh, once you've had it, 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 it may not cause like super permanent damage, but um, it takes a while to get back to your normal state just because of all the damage that does to your lungs and stuff. So, I mean, you know, uh, Gregor Dimitrov, right? He had COVID. Yeah. So I think they it interviewed think him mm-hmm. after one of his matches at the, the UTS. Did you, you know what the UTS is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that Patrick Mortoglu's exhibition tournament. Well, anyway, Grigor right. uh, got his ass beat by someone, and and they interviewed him after the match, and he was saying, like, how um, like he's not responding, his body's not responding the same after COVID, and he's uh, having yeah. a hard time, like, getting his stamina back, and he's trying to push mm-hmm. through it, but it definitely feels different now. Right. And, I mean, maybe that might have happened. I mean, it doesn't seem like it. Novak hasn't really said much to begin with, but who knows? You know, like Novak had it. Uh, oh, I'm trying to remember who else had it on that, that tour there. Uh, it's very notable. It's sort of team. Oh, yeah. Troiki got it. I don't, dude, I don't know how the team did not get COVID. That guy yeah. has been traveling nonstop. I mean, he, I, his Vera probably hasn't really stopped doing a lot of his stuff, too. I think those two have gotten, I feel like, pretty lucky as far as... Um, the, the good genes. Yeah, but um, I think the only other person I can remember is Troiki, but he's not... Yeah, but he's, he's, yeah, he's not even ranked high enough to get in. Yeah, so, I mean, actually, in a sense, not many of these guys, which is good, of course. Um, I yeah. hope no one else catches it, but... Uh, It'll yeah. be very interesting to see. I really want to see how Dimitrov does this tournament, because... Last year, 
he was like world ranked like one one hundred something I think before the the u s hardcourt swing and his like semifinal runs at the u s open last year, so I right. think he likes these uh the hard courts in the u s a lot right these outdoor hard courts yeah yeah, so I want to see if covid has affected his um like ability to play well here, or maybe it's just rust, you know who knows right they have been quarantining from what is it six months now yeah that's definitely something to take into consideration yeah because it's hard to i mean uh this is probably the longest that a lot of these guys have played competitive like the 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 duration of like break of competitive tennis probably probably their whole lives their whole life yeah exactly so unless they have like a major injury mm -hmm. yeah so it's kind of hard to tell um, how easy everyone will be able to share. Because, I mean, you know, you don't have a lot of... I don't know um, how much quality practice these guys have been able to do. It's, I mean, everyone's in just different situations, you know? So we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, do you want to start off at the top of the bracket and move down? Or what's, uh, what's your idea? Yeah, let's, let's start with the first... Um, that first column that we filled in. And... Yeah, let's just go through it. And each one, we'll just say our prediction for that that first match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You you go ahead. You can start. All right. So top of the bracket is Djokovic by so Djokovic, yeah. of course. The next one was a it was a pretty. Oh no, this is just Tommy Paul versus qualifier. I went with Tommy Paul. Yeah. I'll never pick. So the yeah, qualifier. I think. Uh... Yeah, just to preface this, everybody. We're not going to pick the qualifier to win unless it's a qualifier <laughs> versus qualifier match. And then we always predict them to lose the next match after that because we don't actually have their names. Yeah, and to be honest, it's it's hard to imagine a little bit what these people... Because I don't think we know too much about the qualifiers, so it's hard for us to make a proper prediction based on these actual yeah. regional players. I mean, you know. Yeah, and if any of them has like some kind of dream run... We can talk about it in like a results, a results break point in tennis right. podcast oh, podcast, oh, oh. and then uh, and then you know they'll be higher seated in the next tournament. Anyway, okay, so we have Djokovic, Tommy Paul, mm-hmm. Tennis Sandgren. Um, yeah, I go Tennis Sandgren against Lorenzo Sinego. Yeah, I just think um, he's a Lorenzo mm-hmm. Sinego is a clay quarter too. Yeah. Plus, I mean, not gonna lie. I mean, it's hard to to um, to to bring back when tennis Sanger. I mean, he pretty much pushed Federer to the brink in Australia. So, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I I think that's enough to have him get into the second round. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like when he wants to really like focus and turn it on, he can make like deep runs in the tournaments. I I love yeah. his jumping two handed backhand. I think he's the only one that um consistently hits a two hander jumping. Right. Yeah, I think it's pretty crazy. I really do think he's probably the most like nimble out of the American players, you know? So, yeah, I think his movement is the best of the Americans for sure. Yeah, so I, I don't think too highly of him, but I think he's, I mean, he's decent enough to get past. The first yeah, time. he's someone I always root for. I, I like his game. Mm-hmm. I like his story and like how he just kind of came from like rural. Well, I don't know yeah. if it was rural. Who thought he was from like Kentucky or something like that. Yeah, the South. Yeah, like not not exactly like a tennis state, you know. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Anyway, this is the first interesting match that I had was Vasilashvili versus Oje Aliassim. Yeah, and 
I went feel. I went Felix. I like Aji. I went Felix too. Yeah, I. I mean, everyone knows he's an up and coming. Uh, like you know, ten, like he he has the potential to be very good. Um, I think he struggled a little bit recently in consistency. I uh, I'm not sure if it's the nerves, maybe playing against better players. Um, he still has a, while, a way to go, but you know his his form's solid. He's got some big hits. I mean, I saw him playing in some of the uh, you know, like uh, what was that tournament called? Where they played by different rules? Uh, sorry, I already forgot. Oh, UTS. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the UTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he played in it a little bit, and I mean, so watching a court, especially since the the view is a court level. I mean, he. He is pretty big, you know, so uh, I like his chances in, in, in the first round, at least. I love uh, how much topspin he puts on his forehand. Like, mm. he, if you ever see, well, you saw the UTS footage, and they have a great yeah. court-level view of his, you know, his strokes. Yeah. And the amount of, like, like uh, dive that his topspin forehand has is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, it rivals Rafa. Mm. Really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I you rewatch rewatch those those highlights for his uh, and watch his topspin. It's it's ridiculous. Mm. That's the yeah. one thing I noted about him when I when I I think I saw like two years ago a video of him training on Instagram. Yeah, and I didn't know who he was. I thought he was just some like random kid that was just ripping the ball. But like, holy shit, so much topspin. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you I, have him beating you have him beating Basilash Philly. Mm-hmm, uh, that's right. Yeah, I have him that doing that too. I think Basilash Billy, he's a little too of a of a cannon and he might need some fine tuning as in more matches, more practice before he uh returns to his like full level. And even then I think uh Algele seem is a better player overall. Yeah, I agree. Um do you? I think that the the bubble will really help Felix play a lot better because I think too that he has. I think he's been to like five finals of tournaments and he's lost mm-hmm. all of them. And I think the nerves just get to him a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I think it's. I want to say because he's young. You know, it's it's tough for a lot of these young guys. Well, they they're not used to such a big stage. And uh, I really do. I agree. I think the bubble is going to be good for him because he, he played pretty well at the UTS. I think. Um, yeah, like limited, yeah. limited crowd. So, I, I hope. Yeah, I think he got to the final of the UTS and lost. Did he to who? I actually didn't watch uh, the whole Let me see. I, I'm not sure, but that. Yeah, he lost to Zverev. He was in the final. Oh, that's man. that's technically six finals that he's lost. Yeah. I'm telling you, he 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 can't get over the hump to to win it all yet. But but right. I think it's very possible that one of these young guys wins in the bubble here and that confidence allows them to win outside the bubble when things go back to normal again. I'm hoping for that at least. I really want to see a young guy do something, <laughs> especially because this is such a favorable situation for them, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> I think everyone is kind of waiting for a shakeup, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens because when it, when it does happen, man, it's going to be pretty, like, it's gonna be shocking. Yeah, it's gonna it's, be really shocking because, like, the last couple of years we've had, you know, the last one-time Slam winner I think was Chilich in the U.S. Open. Yeah, in 2014. That's six years ago. Yeah, like, that, that's that's uh, so insane. And and he wasn't like someone who 
people were like, oh, he's going to take over. You know, it was just like a, all the other guys got knocked out and he beat Kei Nishikori in the final and he got his one. That's what it was looked at. Not like he got his first of many. Well, but it's not like he hasn't made it. I mean, he, he played uh, Federer in 20... yeah, 2018. Right. Yeah. For, in the, uh... Oh, and 2017. Yeah. So it's not like he's, I mean, we're not, I'm, you know, it. it's more just like, it's hard for him to get past one of the big three. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. he can get past everyone else almost. Which is everyone's problem, basically. Yeah. Um, which leads, yeah, which leads to the next matchup, which I don't know if... Uh, dude, this one is uh, hard. This is this where, yeah, is where hard. this is where we differ because I chose Chilich to beat Shapovalov. I chose Chilich. Oh, okay. I, I, love... I know you like Shapovalov. I, don't, yeah, I mean... Shapovalov is my second favorite, maybe my third favorite player right now. Right. Um, but I think he has the he has the same problem as Basilashvili where he's, he's a, he's a cannon and, and cannons need time to get that control back, especially after such a long break. Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to come out firing and he's going to come out spraying a lot. And I think Chilich is just like a a seasoned vet. And uh, even though he hasn't had the best year, I don't even know where rank Chilich is anymore. He's not even in the top. 21 now. Let me see. I actually don't know either. Yeah, it's hard. To, I don't remember who played everyone ranked. He's at 37. Yeah, um, he, he's not had a very really good <laughs> last year. And uh, that's what kind of made this hard because, I mean, Shafavalov is definitely the better player now, but Chilich is more consistent, I think. I think Shafavalov yeah. is, is still a little too. Uh, what do you call that? Like when you're not. Sand to the edges or whatever. Like he's... Yeah, he's too raw. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah I, I also have Chilich on that one. Mm, okay, so for, I I almost thought that you would fill out Shavala, but um, that's kind I of funny because I because I, I mean as he's great. He's a great highlight reel though, because <laughs> when it comes down to it, he makes some you know some shots that you're just like man, you're surprised he's not um valued higher in a tournament like this. But you know, yeah. Uh, the next match is also a tough one that I've had because yeah. the two players have had very good years and they play like polar. These first three matches that we really dug into actually are like three sets of players that all play very different from each other. And this next one is uh, Jan Leonard Struff versus Alex Dimonar of Australia. And I had, <laughs> I had Dimonar winning, but... I was very tempted to put Struve. Right. I I had Dimonar winning. Um, I think, I mean, what really set me over is really his play in the ATP Cup. I mean, as far as recently, because I thought he played excellent uh, for Australia. I mean, it's, I, I'd say he's, he's the big reason why Australia even made it as far into the tournament. Um, yeah, him and Kyrgios. Just because, man, he, he is just feisty. I mean, he fights for every point and of course, everyone knows his speed, but man, he hits as hard as I mean any of the big guys, the young guys. I think, in my opinion, um, yeah. And he, and he gets to every he goes to basically any ball that anyone can get to, maybe besides the doll. So, uh, I I liked him a lot, actually, per- I personally. So I kind of I mean it was kind of you know I I know Struff is up and come like he's getting better, but I think Dimonar is probably a shoe in to win this kind of match. Uh, I don't know. It it could be. I think Dimonar's problem is that he 
doesn't like his shots don't have enough weight to them or something like like when he hits a big ball I feel like a lot of players could still get to it whereas Struff is the opposite Struff is like big big German dude and he he just hits the forehand massive so yeah. I think if Struff is on his day he has a good chance to uh just kind of overpower Demonar um he's also got like 50 pounds on him yeah he, uh Demonar is six foot, one hundred fifty pounds, and <laughs> Struff is six foot four, two hundred two pounds. Yeah, Struff is a big man. I mean, like that's a heavy, that's a heavy ball just on his, his size alone. You know, that's true. I uh, okay, yeah, I think it's. I think you you're right. It is closer than I'm. I'm picturing it, but I I still and, think. And Struff has had a good year this year too. Uh, I think he. Wow, who did he beat? He beat someone big this year in um. One of the smaller tournaments. Okay, um, he lost to Sitsipas. He beat Basilashvili, Roberto, Roberto Batista Gut. He beat Felix. He almost beat Novak. Interesting. Uh, wow. It was a three it was a four setter, so he only took a set off actually. Oh. Uh, I guess it wasn't as big as I thought. But um yeah. That that's an interesting one. I'd like to yeah. see that match. I'd li- also like to see Chilich Shapovalov. Um, that's yeah. So far, those are yeah. the ones I want to see. I don't really those are good first round matchups. I don't want to see Vasilashvili first Felix particularly, but if it's on, I'll watch it. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay. Next match, we have the Frenchman Benoit Paire <laughs> and Borna. Your tennis is boring, Chorich. <laughs> I well, I chose Mr. Boring. I think I I chose I Mr. Boring too. Yeah, I I mean I'm not gonna lie. I I think Benoit Pair is entertaining to watch, but yeah, he he just Dude, his forehand is so broken. Yeah, it's not. I mean, he. I mean, and George is a decent player. Like like a decent player will should beat Benoit uh, Benoit basically every time. In my George is like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, George is that guy um, who who can keep up with everyone, can't overpower everyone, but he's just really consistent, and really solid on all areas. Yeah, he just he like he like lacks a weapon, but he he doesn't have a a glaring weakness either. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I also have George winning that, especially with you know the the big break. I think Pear is going to be. Uh, a little raw as well. You know, those players that like rely yeah. on power or finesse, I think uh-huh. this, this COVID break is really going to hurt some of them. Um, because, yeah, you just need, you just need that constant practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And that constant I mean, match experience. Yeah, I think this is where Benwell, yeah, I don't think this is a match that Benwell pair would usually win at least. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so next we have by David Goffin. Next after that, mm-hmm. it's Medvedev's by. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see how he does this tournament because he had that really hot finish to to 2019, and in 2020 he has. Well, I just said 2020. Anyway, <laughs> in 2020, uh, he has not done so well. He's kind of gone out. I wouldn't say early in a lot of the tournaments, but he's gone out, you know, before the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I want to, I'm curious to see how he does, especially because he played so well in New York last year. Like, is it maybe the venue? He just really likes the venue too. So it'll shake off those, uh, he can win away those shaky results. That's right. Yeah. And um, I think last year in Cincinnati, he went he to the it. finals. Oh, he won, right? Or no, no, no. Who won? He went to the finals. Curious. Yeah, he won Cincinnati. He beat Djokovic. Oh, that's in right. the final. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, in the semifinal. Wow, who did he beat in the final? Yeah, he. Am I He's... thinking? Medvedev, Cincinnati, twenty nineteen. Yeah, he beats Golfin. No, that's mm. not right. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I think uh, right. Medvedev has really played really well. I feel like here in the states. <laughs> I mean. In a sense that I'm not sure. I think maybe he just likes the hard courts out here, it looks like. Yeah, the conditions must really favor him. Uh, he likes that warm weather instead of that cold Russian weather. Yeah. Um, Let's stay here as long as possible. Dang, I really want to know who he beat in the final. I mean, it looks like he... I mean... Oh, yeah, it is, it is David yeah. Goffin. Goffin. Oh, what the heck? Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting that their names are right next to each other in the draw, but they're in different quarters, which is kind yeah, of yeah. They're actually different, actually pretty much different parts of the bracket. Yeah. Um, um, so next is a qualifier versus qualifier. I have mm -hmm. qualifier winning that one. Of course, of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a I'm putting money on that one. Yeah, man. that's a that's a tough pick, but I I agree, I agree. <laughs> next, I have a Fritz versus a qualifier. qualifier. I, yeah. I also chose Zikwala. Just kidding. I chose Fritz. Um, yeah, to, to the American. Another qualifier qualifier versus Christian Guerin, who I think is like, you know, if 2020 were to end right now, I think he's world rank number eight. Really? I yes. don't think so. He I don't believe that. Christian Guerin uh, uh, raced to London. He's 18th right now. Um, no, that's his rank, but his yearly points, he oh. is. Um, Dang, where's the race to London, man? I know the ATP is not really uh, like advertising it that much right now because they don't really... I don't know what the plan is for that tournament. Ah, where's the race? They don't have the race. Mm. All right, well, whatever. I think he's somewhere in like the top 10. He's had some good results, especially in that... Um, South American clay swing that they have in February. So that's, anyway. that's the home court advantage. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's on clay. He's a, he's a clay court specialist. Yeah, he loves playing on clay. Yeah, I do know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anyway, um, next one we have Hatchinov versus Bublik, which is an interesting match. But I think Hatchinov is is good enough to uh, beat out. Uh, Bublik's, you know, weird, interesting play yeah. that he that he gives. Right. Also, yeah. I just found uh, Christian Guerin is ranked currently six on the year. Wow, that's actually pretty high. I I didn't even I wasn't aware that he was ranked that or he had any points. Yeah, he won Rio de Janeiro. He uh -huh. he played ATP Cup, but got zero points for it. And then he won Cordoba. 
also. So anyway, clay. those are both clay tournaments, right? Yeah, I think so. And Cordova's a two fifty, and Rio's a five hundred. So Rio was a big yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Anyway, back to Hachinov's Booba. Could you have? I also have Kachinov as well. I like. I, I think Kachinov is what again one of just those solid players that just gets it back to you, you know, and mm. it's, it's it's served well. Like a Djokovic light in a sense is is my opinion in Kachinov. Um, Do you think he'll win a slam one day? Uh no, I don't think so. I don't. I think don't either. Like I don't think he has that that it factor. Like his strokes yeah. look powerful. They look. He looks strong, but like he doesn't have the weapon or something. His his strokes are so easy to read where he's gonna go with the ball too. Like there's no disguise on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he points his his feet in whatever direction he's gonna hit it. I feel. Yeah. yeah, I I think he's. I mean, he's a solid player. Always a player that will probably make it to. Um, he'll go deep before. consistently. Yeah, he'll like be like Burch. a Thomas Burdich, in my opinion. Hmm, that's a that's that's a good comparison, actually. Yeah, maybe a little better than Thomas Burdich too. Although Burdich made it to like two Grand Slam finals, I think. Yeah, he's and he's given you know Federer like a lot yeah, of trouble. He's, they, he's been fed a couple times in the slams, like yeah. two two times, I think. Um, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm curious to see where he goes this these couple tournaments too, because he's kind of leaving the um. Really young, you know, what do they call the, the young guns? Uh, next gen. Next gen, right? He's kind of, I think he's like 23 now or something. He's kind of leaving that age yeah, he's and kind of hitting his prime. Mm-hmm. Catching off age. Let's see. He's 24 right now. Right, yeah. So he's right. still young, but, but he's, you know, he's got to start showing some results here. I agree. Okay, next we have Karenio Busta versus Lajovic. Who do you have there? Uh, I got Karenio Busta. Yeah, um, I got PCB too. He's yeah, a Lajovic, Spanish I mean, hardcore specialist, I think. Is he? You don't see a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, he's, his, uh, his results on clay are generally, he doesn't go as deep as on hard. I could mm-hmm. be lying there, but I'm, I think that's my general impression of him. To be honest, though, I don't think Karenio Busta is uh is usually much of a problem i just think leovich just isn't leovich is for sure a clay court specialist for sure yeah leovich like, hasn't shown that really back, man. Mm-hmm. yeah and he hasn't shown any really big results besides that um monte carlo final last year where he lost to fognini ah <laughs> yeah fognini which is not here i guess in this tournament oh yeah yeah i just noticed that too yeah. he's uh i guess he's, he's sitting it playing. out to be honest, he looks like the kind of guy who would who would love to take a long vacation. <laughs> yeah, he's probably on an island in the Mediterranean. Yeah. I'm not sure that guy He's on one of those uh, month-long Italian August holidays. Yeah. <laughs> well. All right. Who's next on this list here? Berrettini, looks like, with a buy. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. We got... Uh, oh, sorry. Miss- Gasquet and qualifier. Okay, so yeah, that's a bot. Yeah. That's Gasquet and then Bautista Goo, which I'm surprised he's seated because I don't remember him having that good of a year. Yeah, um, yeah, he's did- seated very high. He's eight. Did the wait? So did they AT? Wait, you're talking. So ATP Cup gave points. Um, it, it gives points usually for like wins and losses. Yeah, ATP Cup. So they it used to be the Hotman Cup, right? 
and then that was like kind yeah, of like the right. XO mixed doubles tournament playing for mm-hmm. country. And right. the ATP wanted to turn that into a a tournament with points, but but they also dropped the best part of the Hotman Cup, which was the, the fact that the, yeah, the men's and the women's came together. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just a men's tournament. But you know that that tournament was like pretty fucking good. The Hotman yeah, Cup. it was. I mean, I just... mean not Hotman Cup. I mean ATP Cup. Like that was a yeah. very good first iteration of a tournament. The highlights for some of those matches are like ridiculous. Like I love watching um. Actually, like all the young guys played really well beside besides Sabera, who just cannot hit us like a second serve in for his life. But uh, they played really <laughs> good that tournament. Like Medvedev, Sitsipas, Kyrgios, Dimonar, uh, Shafavalov. They all played like uh, you know like seasoned vets almost. Yeah, I think like I think when when you put them when you put like a stage to play for your country, very much similar to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Like it really brings the best out of you. I think it's just something to play for. It's it's more than just yourself, you know. It's it's like a pride thing, you know. And uh, I I think it's it, it really does. I mean, unfortunately, it, it did come down to Djokovic and Nadal again. I felt like, but uh, just like a, it's like a, it's just like it just feels like there's so much on the line, you know. And I, the only reason I bring that up is because I think Batista Agut went. Undefeated? Am I not right? Uh, in AD, ATP Cup, he actually did not drop a match. Did he really? Um, and so I, I, I'm wow. not. I'm not sure that's the reason why he's seated so highly. I, I don't believe he lost. He he played second. He played second uh, singles to Dahl, though. But still, I mean, I think yeah, that's yeah, but that's yeah. ridiculous. Actually, if he didn't lose, because yeah. I was wondering why he's ranked so high. Because I I think he had a really good beginning of the year last year, and then. Uh-huh. After Wimbledon, he he his results weren't as good, right? So uh, that's that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Trying off and he lost. <laughs> wow, you're right. Holy crap! ATP Cup. He beat Dusan Lajovic. He beat Nick Kyrgios. He beat Kimmer Kopajans, Belgian. I don't know. Team Belgium. I think Belgian. I honestly don't know that flag, but a Gosueda, Gosueda, Soda, Okay, anyway, I'm gonna stop reading names now. Um, let's see. So Berrettini with the bye. Berrettini by qualifier, and then yeah. Opelka versus qualifier. Yeah. Qualifier. Casper Ruud versus Diego Schwartzman. I have Schwartzman. Yep, yep. I got Schwartzman too. Although Casper Ruud did play pretty well, I feel like at the AT Cup, AT Cup as well for Norway. Um, mm. I remember him getting some some wins, which I can't remember where, but I remember him playing pretty well, actually. But I, I mean, Schwartzman, um, I mean, he's just a solid player. I don't, I don't know, I don't exactly know if, uh, um, yeah, I don't think he would lose a match like that even then. Yeah, Schwartzman is too solid, and mm-hmm. and I think it's so sad that he's he's just so short because he's got such a good game. I think he he really could be like a you know, like a deep, deep threat if he was just a little yeah. bigger and could hit through hit through bigger opponents, I guess. Yeah, I mean, him and Batista kind of struggle. Um, Roberto kind of suffer from the same thing, I feel like. Just the mm. height doesn't help very much. But, you know, they, I mean, they've learned to play with it. I, I, I will say it's a disadvantage in some sense. Of course, the serve is a big one. Even returning serve is a big one as well. Yeah, return. Like, <laughs> like I saw on the the draw here, 
Opelka's name. Oh yeah, they play each other. Yeah. So. I mean, it, if our predictions come true, and and I have Opelka winning that because it's just the the ultimate unfavorable matchup for Schwartzman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's funny. I will I will I actually have Diego winning it, but I'll, I'll explain it later. I think um, I could see him winning it too. Yeah. Actually, now uh, now that I'm thinking it through here, because yeah. he could just out consistent and just put his hand on every ball that he yeah. gets and uh yeah, yeah he can win like that oh that'll be interesting okay anyway yeah. next one we got her catch and isner and isner i thought this was pretty tough actually probably i'm actually more. gonna change my vote here and i'm gonna go for her catch after looking at this again because isner uh he got hurt in that miami final against federer and last year i don't think he's had like any good results since then Mm -hmm. i would you have to stick with the big jizz isner uh yeah i'm still i I chose isner first and i i mean i'm still gonna stick with even though even though i know you're changing because hubert is um he's he's a mainly doubles player is he not I, I no, that's Pierre Uherbe. Ah, I'm thinking yeah, of, there's um, a lot the, French, of uh, the French player, right? Yeah, there's another the guy, Hugo Umber, who yeah, has a yeah. very similar name. So yeah, those three are always yeah, yeah. confusing. I still, I mean, I remember that now playing in the ATP Cup for Poland. Um, he's I'm a solid player. Isner is Isner. Go ahead. He's a Sorry. solid player. Her catch. Uh, I think he when I I watched him play. Fed at Indian Wells last year, and I liked what I saw. What I what I saw, yeah, what I saw. Yeah, I I um, I'm I'm not sure how the injury is going to affect Isner as well. But I, I mean, I mean, sometimes it's just hard to beat Isner just because his serve is so big. Though, I mean, you'd have to break him once, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's just so hard. I I think Isner will probably take it. I mean, I I think her guys. Perkach is a good player, but I don't know. Sometimes I just think that, I mean, service is so important. And Isner, he gives the, the best return in his trouble. So yeah, I'm going to stick with Isner. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, next one we got Manorino versus Millman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, had, I had Millman, although... I had Millman as well. You know, I really don't like Manorino's strokes in general. I think they're very uh, clunky and slow. And yet, he's he's won a decent amount of tournaments. And I don't know. I think uh, he can he can get away with like good disguise on his shots and and can come out with a big win every once in a blue. Well, yeah, it's because he his grip is so unorthodox. I mean, I feel <laughs> like he hits almost continental. Uh, on his yeah, forehand. I'm pretty it sure looks his forehand really old school. Yeah, it he like bats the ball back. It almost looks like there's no, there's like his stroke almost looks incomplete. Like the way yeah, he like he doesn't ball. go he doesn't go down and then back up. He just kind of goes. He starts like, off down or or I don't even know. It's so weird. Yeah, like it almost looks, it looks like he stops his stroke halfway. Almost is what is what yeah, I yeah yeah yeah. I mean, it goes in and it, it looks like a decent shot. Probably a little flat, but I mean, it works for him. Clearly, he's been playing with it the whole time. So, but I, I think Millman is, I mean, once again, going back to uh, the Australian Open, he played pretty well against uh, Federer. Just really, just really started to uh, come short on those last points in the tiebreak. 
Um, Fed Fed should have lost to both Millman and Sandgren. Yeah, I agree. I, I can't believe he got away with those matches. Like no, he didn't no. even look like he was playing remotely good. You know. Yeah, the Sandgren one was, um, I think, was more like just like like a fairy tale where I mean to hold seven match yeah. points I mean, and with the whole like. Um, I know I don't know how much this affected him. It probably maybe a little bit, but the girl running into Sangren's leg during the the crossover, uh, stuff like that. I think. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, that was it. But the Millman one, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think they couldn't stand Fed losing. Fed played like that. Those so. little spies. Like. <laughs> yeah, I think he offered offered the kid money. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I'll give you millions. I think <laughs> Yeah, Sangren couldn't match couldn't match the offer. Yeah, uh, but Millman, that one, Millman did have it. He just maybe the pressure got to him. He because he played man some of the shots before he started to he lost the uh, six points in a row. I think like uh, something ridiculous. Yeah, he um he was playing well, just getting passing shots on Fed, but he came short. But he's he's still a good player. I mean, he played pretty well at the ATP as well for Australia. So I have Millman as well uh, winning against Manorino. All right, this one was a tough one. Uh, Edmonds versus Anderson. Uh, I went. Uh, I went Kevin Anderson here. I went um, Kevin Anderson, but I went like a very wary pick of Kevin Anderson because he has not looked the same after his uh, injury. Yeah, he's man. He there was a peak man where he was top ten. And, I mean, he was. I thought he. I thought he. 2018, when he beat Fed and then went yeah, to the final. Just very, very brief flashes of just, man. You're thinking, man, maybe he is pretty good. I mean, but I don't know. I I'm not sure. I'm not sure what. Sometimes Kevin Anderson just disappears for a couple months, and I don't really hear from him. So, uh, yeah. but I think Kyle Edmund is just too inconsistent. I don't think. Wow, I mean, he's not even in the top 100, Kevin Anderson. Yeah, his backhand is just. I mean. It just suffers, really. He's tall, too. Injuries, I feel bad for tall people because when they get injuries, it really negatively affects them. Yeah, yeah he's ranked he... 123 now. Yeah, that's that's a tough hang. <laughs> yeah, I want to see his... Dude, the ATP website is actually like pretty good now. It used to suck. Mm. He lost to Jason Jung, ranked 131. He lost to Taylor Fritz. He lost to ATP Cup. He played pretty good. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. But yeah, I have I have Anderson because I think Kyle Edmund is just a forehand, and and I don't think he's got much else besides that. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Okay. Let's see. So we got Sitsi by the verify, and I saw those two next to each other, and I was like, oh my god! And then I was like, wait. Yeah, other side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but then, all right, so Zverev got a bye, but his next match is interesting because the match yeah. after that under him is Murray versus TFO. Uh-huh. And I think TFO has been playing, like, you know, all the young guys have been playing really good, you know, the ones that people have been talking about the last couple of years, except TFO. I think he has had terrible results since Miami last year, where he lost to. Shapovalov or Sitsipas mm-hmm. in like a tight match, but I think he's he's had really bad results since then. 
And I think I'm going to pick Murray, even though he's been, you know, recovering from his hip surgery. I also chose Murray. I, and I actually have the same uh, feeling about TFO. I, I mean, there was a time where I've heard His strokes are just gross. Yeah, his forehand is just so, I think it's like so slow. Like, it's no pace on his forehand. I think just his, his grip is like a, it's so I mean, extreme. I don't know what strong Western or I'm, I mean, not, um, like, I don't know what it is. It's just, it just feels like his, his shots have no pace on them, even his backhand too. And I've, I've heard, I mean, you hear his name once in a while, but I, I mean, I just think Andy Murray, like Murray's like his just seniority and like, I mean, he's, com- he's coming back to form. Let's, I mean, he's, he's no slouch at this point in time. Like he's maybe not a top 10 player, but I mean, his just experience will, will carry him through a lot of these matches, especially against a player like TFO. Yeah. yeah I can see yeah. that. So I have Andy Murray as well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, I agree. hmm Okay, next up, we got Query versus Raonic. I went with Query because... Did you see that picture on uh, our tennis recently of Raonic? I did not. Did we see he gained weight? <laughs> Dude, Raonic looks like a very different man. Uh-oh. Right. Yeah, uh, I guess, that gives me worry on my pick because I picked the Ravnish to win. Um, are you serious? I okay. I I will say this. Oh I am not. God. I'm not the biggest fan of Ravnish at all. I I wait. Type Ravnish Reddit right now. All right, I'm typing it. I I and go go to go to Google Images first picture. Okay. I don't. Oh man, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I want to change that pick. No. Uh, no, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm sticking to my guns. I wow, I, can't I don't give Raonic because I don't. I I will say I do not have the most faith in Raonic. I still think sometimes, man, he just like I don't know. He doesn't look like he's not trying. But I, Sam Query, just he's been around for so long. But man, Sam Query really has not impressed me. I just don't. I just don't see him winning. I mean, to be honest. I although I will say Sam Query is actually not a bad as far as American tennis, but. On the main stage, I feel I like mean, Query I comes out once a year to play Wimbledon and have a decent result there, and then he's just like, "Where has he been the last year?" Yeah, I mean, like he comes and plays Wimbledon every year, and then you don't hear about him until Wimbledon the year after that. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I, so I really don't have, have him. Yeah, I just don't have much faith in American tennis. To be quite yeah, frank. it's entirely it possible don't. that yeah, that even with Raonic's extra weight. That he still beats Query because <laughs> I don't know, man. Sam Query is like like the most American tennis player you could think yeah. of. Big forehand, big serve, big serve, and absolutely serve. nothing yeah. else. <laughs> like nothing yeah. else. Yeah, I a little slappy yeah. backhand, you know, like exactly. Like, so I Raj sometimes, Americans. you know, he's such a wild card. To be honest, he's more of a wild card player than anything. Like yeah, sometimes I, I play I, like. He'll look like he's not trying and just hitting winners like off, you know, whenever he wants. But sometimes he's just just a slouch. But I mean, I think he'll take he'll, he'll he should be able to beat Sam Query, I believe, even with the weight. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see yeah. how he does with that extra baggage. This one, okay. Next match is also pretty interesting. It's Dan Evans versus mm-hmm. Andre Rublev, and yeah. I really like. Dan Evans, like I think he's got such an uh, like a pretty and interesting game, but I yeah. think Rublev is gonna just walk all over him. 
Yeah. And I chose Rublev as well. It's been really good mm-hmm. this year. I think I just think it was I've anything, I think this is an unfortunate draw for Evans. I agree. Uh, he would have made it past the second round against a lot of these guys, in my opinion. Yeah, but I think he, so. I mean, he's he a better drew, player than most, but mm-hmm. not but yeah, he just drew Rublev and I feel kind of bad. Because yeah, I mean Rublev just hits so big. I mean he sometimes he it seems like very very much like team just hits every ball as hard as he can, you know? Uh, yeah, and, and, and with Rublev, it's flatter too. Like it's mm-hmm. such a penetrating ball. Yeah, it's probably really heavy, and yeah, uh, I just feel kind of bad for. But I agree, Dan Evans is playing very well. I think it's yeah, keep, and, and I get, love it's his slice backhand. Mm-hmm. He uses it so uh, like like Gregor Dimitrov uses his slice backhand to defend because he can't hit a you know a a regular topspin one because he doesn't have enough time to prepare. But Dan right? Evans uses it like he'll mix up the pace. He'll throw in a drop every once in a while. He'll he'll mm-hmm. slice it down the line just you know just cause like he yeah. does. He uses it like a like a tool and not like a defensive. I need to use this shot because I have no other choice. Right, right. I see. Yeah. I mean, I think Dan Evans is a good player as well. I just I unfortunate really how yeah. how I'm bracketing bad draw. Yeah. Awesome. Um, <laughs> next one is, wow, speak of the devils, Grigor Dimitrov versus yeah. Ugo Umber. Ah, there's Umber. There he is. I, yeah. I mean, I took Dimitrov. Uh, I took Umber. Really? You think Umber, you think Dimitrov won't be the same? I honestly, it's so weird because Ugo Umber, to me, sometimes has the most uninteresting game. And then. At other times, especially when he's on firing, he looks like an unstoppable, like lefty, like like people don't know what to do against him, kind of thing when mm-hmm. he's, when he's really on. And I think um, I think COVID actually like is going to have a big effect on Dimitrov at least for the next couple months. He sounded like it was really troubling him at UTS, and and no one knows what the what it's gonna how long it stays in your system for or how long it affects you it could be forever you know right yeah that is that is a worrisome like i like feeling i mean because I'm, I'm sure he's not back to full strength back you know at the u.s open last year um but i mean i i guess as far as just this matchup in general i, I think dimitrov just has the experience to be at umber um mm. but we'll see i mean you're right he he we, I mean, if he feels he might he might feel slow out there playing, you know, up because he played the UTS I think a little bit as well. But um, yeah, yeah, Dimitrov like, um, yeah, oh yeah, you mentioned that he had that interview. Um, but yeah, he got I still, beat pretty bad, I think. Yeah, I still think maybe he just needed time to. I I want to say that the recovery might be a little bit quicker once he's feel he's back and playing more tennis. I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, but I I still think Dimitrov, as long as he's even at seventy five percent strength, should be able to beat Umber. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, next match was qualifier, qualifier, and Kajanovic yeah, qualifier, and then uh-huh. Dominic team and a bye. So we've gone right. through the first round. The yeah, I don't think we've disagreed with too see. many. I th- yeah, we don't. Yeah, I think the only one that I can think of is maybe the roundage one. You chose Query. Chilich, Shapoval. Oh no, we both went Chilich. We both chose Chilich. Uh, I thought you might have chosen Chabolov. And then I think the only other one is her. Oh, no, yeah, you chose her cash. I chose John Isner. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be really the only one. Uh, pretty, I mean, first round is usually, 
you can there's safe bets yeah, it's here pretty and there. straightforward uh, and it doesn't i think it most tournaments like unless it's a slam they don't get too interesting until uh quarters although you and you know the next the next round has some pretty good matches actually yeah i yeah um, just... So the okay. Anyway, the matches I recommend seeing in the first round would be, let's see, I'd say <clears throat> Shapovalov Chilich. It's a good one. Yeah, I I would say just going down the list here. Yeah, Bublik, I would take a look Hashinov at Daniel Evans and Andre Rublev. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Would I would definitely recommend Evans Rublev. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would be a that good one. one. Evans Rublev. I would definitely recommend Murray and. TFO as well, just to see where Murray is, uh, yeah. and and I guess to see where TFO, you know, if he's still sliding or if he's, you know, really uh, fixed some issues in the off season here, this extended right. off season. Well, hopefully for American tennis' sake, but uh, we'll see, I guess. And maybe the only other one that I'm going through the list is, if you want to see a close one, I mean, the Manorino Milman one might actually might be pretty pretty close. Yeah, that might be an interesting. That might be a fun one because Milman is kind of like a, a workhorse, and I feel like Manorino's a creative player. Yeah, he's he's actually surprisingly great a little bit. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah I think those are probably enough. some of the first round matchups to look at. Yeah. All right. Next round. This is the uh, what is this round of? 16, I think. Around 32, I think. Yeah, around 32. 64 players. Oh, no, you're right. Because now we're doing our first round picks against each other. Oh, I yeah. skipped one. Okay, well, right. now we don't have to do the background information as much. Well, yeah. okay, let's just go through it. This is taking so. uh, longer than I thought. We're going to be one of those like two hour <laughs> podcasts, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just so much to talk about. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's okay. I'm having fun with this. It's yeah. fine. All right, so let's do it. Uh, the, all right, first match of the round of 32 is Djokovic versus Tommy Paul. Okay, we both got Djokovic going there. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a no-brainer. No need to discuss. On t- yeah, I mean, no Tommy need Paul to is, discuss. Basically, Tommy Paul is actually one of the most unheard of players in this list, in my opinion. I, I don't know much about him at all. Uh, he had a good run in the in the French Open last year. He's like a very uh, he's like an, an American with good movement who kind of like grinds hmm. his way to wins. I see. He's very opposite of uh, the typical American tennis player. I see. Yeah, instead of big hitting, just go for it, kind of guy. It's all the opposite of that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, to be honest, yeah, I. As and he's got some finesse. Mm. Like Interesting. <laughs> well, hope, I mean, unfortunately, he his draw is also pretty poor in the sense that he's he's gonna he's not getting past the second round. I mean, quite frankly, yeah, he's not gonna finesse his way out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next we have Sandgren versus Double A. I got Double A. Uh-huh. I have Felix as well. I think Felix is good enough. Right. We I think we talked about how the bubble. Really is the stage for him to shine, and uh, he should be able to beat tennis. Yeah, tennis. He should be able to beat tennis at tennis. Damn, that's a bar. That is bars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you got Chilich versus Demonar. That's an interesting one. I've got yeah. Demonar winning it though. I do have Demonar as well. I like I said, I have. I actually have 
more praise than I think most people with Diminor. I like Diminor's play. I think he's just so he's a he's aggressive when he needs to be, and he can play defensive as well. He he does have the kit. It's just really he is a little inconsistent. But man, when he's on, he's just a better version of Shapovalov in my opinion. Um, no, which, I don't know. He's I, better than Shapo when he's on. I think he's better than Shapo. Wait, you know if if Shapo beat, beats Chilich, we get yeah. Demonar Shapovalov, and this would prove that would be oh that would be a great match. I mean, look at the ATP Cup when they play. I mean, I thought that was one of the most neo like new next gen neo tennis. Like that's that is like a summary of it, just how they play. Like a rivalry know? that we're gonna see the next couple of years. Yeah, that's. I mean, who won? I, who won that? I don't think it happened, but um, yeah, maybe. Who won? Who won? That match, Diminor. Are you serious? Shapovalov took the first set, but Diminor, I think, won the next two. Oh, I mean, Diminor played for Australia in in the ATV Cup. Yeah, he did. I mean, I I'm I was thoroughly impressed with just his play, and so I I think he should be able to take care of Chilich in um in the second round. That's insane. Yeah. Ah, shit. Okay, I might have to rethink my position on (laughs) Shap. On the, uh, on the next gen, next gen hierarchy here. I'm just saying, man. But his highlights are good. I'll give him that. His highlights look great. We got uh, Chorich versus Golfin. I think Golfin is just the better version of Chorich with a with a better forehand. Yeah. I took Golfin as well. Golfin, man. He, I mean, he looks he looks great a lot of times. I he's he's like underrated. Like, but I, yeah, I think I a lot of like like him. But I don't know. He's very much like uh, you know. Like he's like the Mac, he's like a Mac Miller when he was around. I think, like people like him. I don't know if ever everyone praised him on that though. You know, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, but if if Goffin died, would the world be like? That's true. I don't think it would like, be the people same. People really love Mac Miller, man. That's true. I right. I don't, yeah, the reception would be the same. That's the, that's the ultimate test. You gotta be. You gotta ask. If he was dead today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, cha, 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 cha. where were we? Medvedev, Medvedev versus qualifier. God, what an easy fucking draw, dude. Yeah, Medvedev. I mean, I this don't guy, know. I have Medvedev just cruising until the, the semifinal. No, the quarterfinal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, we'll get there when we get there. Uh, Fritz versus Garen. I have Fritz. I also have Fritz as well. Um, yeah, I think, I think Christian Garen is just too much of a clay court specialist. Not on our court. Yeah, Fritz. Yep. I Fritz got a little lucky in the draw as well. I think as yeah, far as he getting did. to the, a qualifier and then a clay court specialist. That's, yeah. that's and even if nice. Aaron loses, he'd lose to a qualifier, which I would hope that Taylor Fritz should be able to dispatch him. Yeah, easily. also be yeah. You know, okay, yeah. So, so we match our first six match. By the way, mm-hmm. we have not yep, still yet. on pace. I mean, so what? I don't think it's that. That's the, that's not too surprising. Although, yeah, I mean, not, the I'm not too surprised either. Kind of close, but yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Hachinov, PCB. I have Hachinov winning that one. Yeah, Hachinov as well. I still think Hachinov is a, do- a solid, decent player. Um, I think he'll be. just outpower PCB. PCB is, if I recall, like a speedy guy, but just doesn't hit the ball that big. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't remember his game too much. I should watch some highlights tonight. Yeah, I I don't have much to say about Kremer Booster. I think he's 
He's surprisingly very inconsistent as well, actually, in my opinion. He misses just a lot of unforced errors that I see out of him. But I haven't seen too much of him actually recently at all. Maybe the last thing I maybe the last time I watched him was like an actual match was maybe uh, when he played Kei Nishikori in the U.S. Open 2018. Maybe I think they played each mm. other. So it's been a while, to be honest. Um, so PCB uh, has a two-one head-to-head. Australia Open. Australia Open 2019 is what I meant to say, but I'm sorry. Oh, I see. Uh, uh, PCB has a two-to-one head-to-head versus Hatchinov, but his two wins came in 2017 when Hatchinov was, like, you know, young. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last time they played was two years ago in Canada. So, okay. I, yeah. P- Hatchinov's a safe bet there. Gasquet versus Bautista Goot in the, the All-Veterans Bowl. <laughs> I'm taking a uh, Batista Agut in this one. I am as well. So our yeah. our first two quarters are the same so far. Yeah, I got a Maritina lot of love for. Has a great love. draw. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say I got a lot of love for Gasquet though. I think he's a veteran that I just wish he did better. I mean, his backhand is just one of those ones that just looks so great. Like if you just looked at the stroke, you know. Gasquet is one one hand backhand porn for days. Yeah, I I mean, to be honest, it may not get the results you want, but man, his backhand is great. (laughs) And, you know, his forehand is so different, too. He's got a cool-looking forehand. I used to hate it, but now I think it's kind of badass looking. (laughs) It's just because it's so... Because when you see with the ball, ball, it's so slow. (laughs) I mean, I just... As far as results-wise, yeah, he's... Especially since he's much older now, you just... um, Yeah. he, He won't be able to keep up. And... He's one of I mean, those guys that just keeps playing for the love of the game. Yeah, well, I respect that. I respect that. Like, he was playing UTS too. Like this, yeah, exactly. He's, yeah, he's, he's someone been, that just needs just... to keep playing, playing, playing. All right, much love, Gasquet. If you only a couple years before, maybe, maybe ten years before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even then, it's like amazing. <laughs> um. Okay. Next up, we have uh, oh, Berrettini's got a, such a good draw, dude. He's got like a cakewalk. Yeah. Well, eh, maybe not a cakewalk. We'll see what our next one is. We have Opelka yeah. versus Schwartzman, and I think we might differ here. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think we talked a little bit before. You chose Opelka because obviously I chose Opelka. You know, okay, big, yeah. The height, but I I think I mean Diego is probably I want to say like it sucks, but Diego I'm sure has. Ex- Experience playing against, you know, like he's shorter than mostly everyone. Like he, I want to say that he might, he'll probably struggle a little bit. But like what are, what I'm thinking of a little bit, I'm trying to step back. And I remember, man, I don't know because Opelka hasn't really been in the big leagues too much. But I think I remember he played the maybe it might have been like a 250 like Del Bar maybe or uh, Marina Del Rey sorry, um. And he played in, uh, in the finals. Oh, Nish- Beach. Yeah, he played Nishioka, which is also uh, a very, very small player. I think Opelka might have eked it out, but I mean, Nishioka yeah, really I think gave he him won Delray Beach. Yeah, but I think Nishioka gave him a run for his money, you know? And I mean, I think Schwartzman is a much better player. So um, I think Schwartzman, just his, his experience, because he's played some big matches. He's played against big names for a couple years now. So yeah. I think he should be able to beat Opelka, in my opinion. He's ranked 13, too, which is like, that might be a career high for him. I mean, he's still playing great tennis. Uh, he, you're right. The, the, he might struggle a little bit with the serve, but 
look at this though. They played each other two times. One in 2017 Canada, where okay. Schwartzman won in three sets. Okay. And then they played in 2019 Miami, and Opelka won in three sets. So it's going to be close. It is going to be close. Yeah, I think this and this is going to be a yeah. The height the height thing is already big, like a way to just see show how opposite the games are going to like their style is going to be. But yeah, I agree. So you have Schwartzman, and I have Opelka. <laughs> And that's our first difference. Yeah, first difference in the was not, not the quarters quite yet, but almost there. Round of sixteen. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got uh, her catch. Well, for me, her catch. You Isner, yeah. right? Yeah, I have Isner in here, and you have um. So, yeah. Catch. And you have her catch beating Millman. No, uh, no, I have Millman beating her catch. Although I'm starting to rethink that. But I think I'm gonna stick with. You're gonna stick with Millman. Okay. Do you, is there a reason why you think Millman will beat her catch in particular? No, there's not. Honestly, I think this one could go either way, and I'm just gonna pick Millman because I've just heard his name more recently. <laughs> the gut, the gut feeling, the recency bias. I guess good. Yeah, recency bias for sure. Because yeah. you know, I feel like I remember watching her catch and thinking he's got a really good game, and he just needs to develop a little more. He's still young too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm still going Millman. I don't know why though. So I have is nervous moment, and I actually also chose. Millman, so our brackets line up back up again. Um, really. I, I like Millman. I because I I mean uh, I, I I mean during this break I actually went I mean of course I went back to ATP Cup just because it's one of the more recent ones and uh, I thought the tennis played there was like you said it was great so um, I mean I'm thoroughly impressed by Millman like mm-hmm. how he played I, all Team Australia really I mean yeah even truly they were players. great so uh, I uh, I like Millman's chances even against a big server like Isner once again like. I don't know. I, I want to say that these um these all these tennis players really probably have figured out how to beat a lot of these American players because they all play the same. I mean, I think you 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 prepare the same way against Isner as you would Opelka, you know. So yeah, like they must they, I feel like they've all got figured, yeah they've all got it figured out in my opinion. Uh, so I I would take Milman here against Isner. All right, what's next on the list? Sorry, I walked away from my no screen. Uh, we have Kevin Anderson and Stefanos. Your boy, Pass. Your boy. Oh, come on, bro. You know my guy. He's going to win everything this summer, bro. <laughs> He's winning the I, mean, I think I know he got I think I open. Who do you got on this one? Hello? Hello. Hello. Sean, hello. Oh, hey, sorry. I think I dropped out for a second there. You there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you now. Okay. Well, now I'm back, and I think I didn't even have to be here to know what your pick was going to be for this matchup. Yeah, I went to pass. Yeah, I think pass was the safe pick here. I mean... I think we already talked about Kevin Anderson's kind of his fallout a little bit. Um, and CC Pass is still playing pretty, I mean, pretty good tennis. So I would go CC Pass here as well. All right. Next one is an interesting one Zverev versus yeah. Murray. And I feel like I'm kind of regretting my pick 
Really? To be honest, I went well, with Zverev. I also went with Zverev, but I think he should be able to beat Murray. I mean, as as um as heartwarming of a story as Murray's comeback is, I think, and as much as <laughs> you and I <laughs> behind the scenes diss Zverev, I think <laughs> Zverev is a better player. I I he should be able to get rid of. I mean, he should be able to beat Murray. To be honest, it's, I think it's, uh, the bubble will help. Is a bear of a lot having no crowd. I think that'll help him fight off the yips that he gets every once in a blue. Yeah, maybe it could be. I mean, maybe it's the crowd that's bothered him. I mean, there's there's a reason why you hear his name a lot amongst the next gen players. He's actually okay. Uh, he's his backhand's a very his very backhand good. is amazing. Yeah, like uh, he times it so good to just absolutely clobber it every time. And I mean, we like to make fun of his second serve a lot, but his. His actual first serve isn't very... It's not bad. Uh, it's a, I mean, it yeah. used to be a weapon. It used to be a great serve. And then, yeah. I don't know what happened. Like, he used to be hitting, like, 130-mile-per-hour aces, like, pretty yeah. consistently. So, I mean, he's actually a good player. And I think Murray is just not quite back yet. I mean, don't know if we'll ever see him quite back to, like, even near his top form, you know? But, uh, yeah, I have... I think there's... Not too much controversy picking Zverev here over Murray. All right. Yeah, I agree. Are you want to you want to take the upset here? The next one? No, with Murray. No, I'm sticking with Zverev. I think. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, I think you're right in that Zverev just has some weapons, and Murray just probably won't be up to par yet. Yeah. Like Murray hasn't played anyone of that level in a long time. Yeah, maybe yeah, while Rinka at Antwerp <laughs> at the 250. Yeah, oh, and he won, huh? He did win, though. I mean, that's that's a good win. I mean, that's a good story. It's a good play story for the book. months after that, you know, because he yeah. was like, apparently he ate too much food and he packed on too much weight and he was getting too tired. Really? Um, between wow. that, between that win and Antwerp and the ATP Cup, which is why he didn't play ATP Cup. Ah, I see. That's right. He didn't play ATP Cup. Dan Evans yeah. was the man. Yeah, he just sat on the bench, I think. Or did he even not even go? I don't think he went. I don't think he went. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, it was the Davis Cup where he sat on the bench. Like, he was going to play, and he was just, like, too slow. Mm. And he sat him. Interesting. Anyway, let's see. We got um, Query, Rublev. Okay, we both got Rublev there. Well, I actually have Roundage, Rublev. Oh, shit. And you yeah. have Roundage. But I also chose Rublev. I mean, I think it's because we we both. Oh, I thought have... you were saying before you had Raonic winning the whole tournament. I was like, you're crazy. What? No. Yeah. I was like, what? what? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were doing Dude. all the crazy drugs. <laughs> Dude. Oh my god. Raonic to win it all. I'm so surprised your reaction crazy. wasn't more. Like, I'm surprised you didn't just just remove me from the podcast completely. Dude, but I was like, I was so confused. I was like, wait, is this guy for real right now? <laughs> oh my god. I literally cannot believe you. You even thought that I chose Raonic to win. Anyways, I didn't yeah. choose actually with the whole thing. I, I had him barely being Sam Query, by the way. Just to set the record straight. And I have him losing tremendously to Andre Rublev. Yeah, I think Rublev is just going to take this boy to pound. <laughs> yes. down. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think both of us didn't have much praise, really, for that first-round matchup to begin with, let alone against either of them against Rublev. So, yeah, I, I chose Rublev here. 
Next, we got uh, Umber versus a qualifier. We're gonna pick Umber. Well, actually, oh, this I forgot. We also I chose Dimitrov here, but and I guess oh yeah, but so you're gonna pick our, Dimitrov anyway. Yeah, so this is actually our probably our only. Um, we have one more too. We had a uh, Opelka and Schwartzman was different, right? You chose Opelka, right? Say that I'm again. Sorry? You chose Opelka to beat Schwartzman, right? I chose Schwartzman to win. Yeah, yeah. So we're different there. Those were different. But I think everything else has been the same. I think so, yeah. Because our first two quarters were the same. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So this is also different. So you got Dimitrov going against team. And, or, well, I guess team versus Kranovich. I'm assuming we both pick team because... Yeah, because team is just going... He just looks insane right now. And you know T is my boy, so uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That just for some background information, Sean loves Domi team. That boy hits rockets, rockets. He, he really does. It's ridiculous how much spin and pace he can rip the fucking ball with. And honestly, something about I love just be able to just how he just just uh, such an aggressive baseliner. I don't know. I just it's great. It's great. It's great. It, uh, I really hope he wins a slam in the next two years before the young guys really start to develop. I still think he's better than all the young guys, but like he's a lot older too. Yeah, he's like he's a little older. He needs to he needs to start winning them now because he is. I mean, I I I'm kind of surprised he lost that AO final to Novak because for some reason I keep thinking of Team as the best player in the world right now, even though he's not. Djokovic is just the way he plays. I would argue he's top two at least right now. Like he's, it's either him or Novak, and Mm -hmm. and he can beat Novak though, like consistently. It's just he lost that the AO final. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I guess so. I guess talking about Novak, we're going back to the top of the list to Novak. I mean, Novak versus Alex Anonymous. Yeah, hey, and hey. Uh, you know, uh, alcohol never wins. So no. I'm taking. I mean, I think we're taking Novak. I'm assuming both. I mean, actually, a match that. Oh, I guess as far as second round matchups, I don't know if you want to go over second round matchups. Maybe worth watching. If if they, I mean, it's a little different. Worth coming true. I yeah, suppose. let's just not do that. Let's just do it yeah. for the first one since we know that those are kind of gonna happen, that and then the true. rest we'll just go through our picks here. That's right. So I guess um, if let's say Novak and uh, Felix play, I I would say this is a match to maybe watch because I think uh, especially if Felix is playing great tennis in the first two matches, I actually would watch mm. the match like this one. But I think Novak is going to take it. I think this is one of those matches where you go into it thinking like this is going to be a good match, and then and then it's like <laughs> the first game it's love forty on on. If Felix is served and Novak breaks it with like a return winner or some shit, that's true. that would be never looks back. Yeah, I could see that. It would be the cruel reality. Yeah, like oh, sure. you think you you think you've worked your way up to the top? Nah, let me show you how it's done. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know when we'll see Novak's decline, but I don't think it'll be. I don't think it's any time yeah. within the next two years. Mm-hmm. All right, next one we got Demonar versus Goffin. Uh huh. I have Demonar, and I have Demonar as well. 
I man, I don't know. I don't know. What to say. I I feel I feel like I'm sounding like a a broken record that only shouts out praise for uh, Diminar, but More. I like him. I mean, I think Goffin's a great player as well. I mean, of course, another good match. I mean, at this point, probably most of these are going to be good matches, but um, I think Diminar could beat Goffin. I mean, uh, in my opinion, you know. So I think Goffin is the better player, but I think Diminar is going to really. Uh, you know, this is honestly one of those matches where I'm looking at it and I'm going, I don't know why I picked Demon R, but I just, my gut is <laughs> telling me to go Demon R because I think Goffin is still the better player. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I, Demon R I think Demon R just has more momentum behind him right yeah, now. He's, he's the young. He's, he's, he's going up the rankings, you know. He's got more to play for, whereas Goffin kind of knows like almost where he is in the tennis world like he most likely won't win the big tournaments he could go deep in some masters he he's not going to win a slam and he'll win some right, smaller yeah. tournaments and and just kind of like knowing that reality makes a difference when you're playing against these young guys who who have nothing to lose and everything to gain you know yeah exactly i mean he's got i think dimnar is going to Um, yeah, I agree. I think Diminar is one to look out for, especially, I mean, in this tournament and just, uh, just in future tournaments, really. Yeah. Yeah. I think next, next year will be his, his big breakout probably. Mm -hmm. Either that or the end of this year, we'll see how fast he progresses, but he's definitely gonna, he's just too fast and too, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like almost wiry. To not be like one of the top top ranked players. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next one we got Medvedev and Fritz. We <laughs> both have Medvedev, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next we got Hatchinov, Batista Goot. This one is. Well, did you have Batista Goot? You did. I did. I did have. I got Hatchinov winning this. Uh, I do have. I don't know if this is going to be an easy win or a tight one, but. I think Hatchinov just has that it's like kind of the same thing where he's the young guy who who's just got everything to gain and nothing to lose. That's true. Yeah, I think Hatchinov um I mean, I mean I Roberto really does impress at least in the ATP Cup. It sounds like he's had a pretty good year so far, but I don't know. I I think Hatchinov, yeah. I I think he is also yeah, a player that is really showing that he wants to be recognized, you know? And that's, yeah. that's, that's half the battle sometimes. It's just the confidence. So, yeah, I have catching up here. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right. All right. So far, yeah. so easy. Looks like. Yeah, we're matching again, right? Djokovic, Demonar, Medvedev, Hatchinov. That'll be interesting. The next round is where it gets good, the quarterfinals. Anyway, we got Berrettini, Opelka. I got Berrettini because yeah, you just can't you can't go deep playing American tennis. You can win the first couple rounds against the guys who don't know how to play against a big server or who you're bigger than 